Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. (laughs) This is X-Virgin, and I'm your host, Carter Cruz, here to explore the world of sex and relationships in a unique way. I promise to make you laugh and share all the best tips. Headphones in, because this is about to get wild. This episode is sponsored by Woo More Play. Hi, Kenzie. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, this is Kenzie Burke, and she has a podcast. And what do you call it? Like, is it like a subscription I have type, like, an like online wellness platform? Okay, okay. There That's, you go. I was trying to think of like, I, was, I went through so many different No, like, I have a wellness to, platform. No, like, it's, body, it's all under the Body Forward yes. brand, yes. right? Okay. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. About So, Body Forward is basically tools that. I've used essentially to create the body and life that I have. I, growing up, I just was all, I just never fit in and I never felt like I fit in. And I always felt disconnected in a way from who I knew I could be. And as I was growing up and coming into my young adulthood, got a lot of that pressure from being a young woman and just trying to figure it out. I moved to LA at 18, wasn't super close with my family. So just was just kind of going through the washing machine. And I really found wellness and started to really find myself through wellness and through changing how I ate and trying different things and pushing myself. And that led to really like awakening spiritually to just deep levels within myself. And my last 10 years has been a journey of myself. That's been, I've been like a solo journey diving into the depths of my soul and (laughs) all the wellness things, cleansing my body. And I just found so much power through it all. And through really hard times in my life, I really turned to the body and turned inward and used a lot of practices, specifically cleansing my body to really get in touch with myself. And then from that, I found I just was able to create so much space and hold on to so much less density really find confidence in my body and in who I was. And it's helped me create businesses. It's helped me create my life. It's just what I've turned to when I've needed it the most. So Body Forward is the platform of that. And under it, there's cleanses. There's just my everyday life. There's a podcast. So lots, lots there. (laughs) So you said you tried all this wellness stuff. What was the craziest thing that you tried that you were like, okay, that does not work for me? 
I mean, I've really tried it all. I mean, I do like colonics. I do enemas. I get in there. I really do it all. I think the deeper, the better for me. Like Mm -hmm. I love, I love a challenge. You like to push yourself. Yes, I like to push myself. So I got really into cleansing my body and like parasite cleanses and liver flushes and all of that. And I just found that after I did that, I would literally transcend. Like I created a business, a clothing line after I did my first one because I just felt unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Some of the ones before that, that I just, they just weren't as extreme that I was like, eh, I'm not not getting something out of this. Like I like results. I'm a huge result driven person. I can relate to that. I've gone and done some colonics and I actually have, I have a little, uh, or not right now, but at my old place, I had a shower enema type thing, you know, yeah, it hooks yeah, up to yeah. your showers. So you can kind of like get do, in there. You, yeah, you, you, don't, you mm-hmm. don't do it as intensely, obviously, because it's like you're doing it on your own. But uh, I'm definitely a big fan of that. So yeah. but I used to do it just like myself. And then I actually went in and got the whole shebang. But it was oh, like, it's just it'll excavate you. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely into um trying wellness things, mm-hmm. but I would not say that I'm a wellness person at all. Um, so. I just became fascinated with the human body. Right. I think that, you know, I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin. I moved to LA and I really had to create my life. And I found that in the beginning when I started to get into wellness, it was just one way of eating that shifted me. Mm-hmm. And I had this realization, oh my gosh, we have power. Right. We can shift ourselves. And that's why I got really into wellness and specifically the human body, because I realized that is something that we a tool we can use to shift and you can see it externally, but then you can also feel shifts internally. So it started to be kind of my tool that I use to create my life because the life I have and the life I've created has been what I've created. It's not been something given to me or you know, right. I've worked really hard for it. So you obviously spend every day caring for like every aspect of your body. That's obviously very important to you. So how does that carry over to your sex life and physical intimacy? How do you apply this like body forward ethos to your sexuality and like sensuality? I apply it because it's helped me get to know myself and my body. So I'm very comfortable with my body and with myself. And that's something I've really worked hard to create. Didn't always feel confident in my body. I think that, you know, there's not a lot of education on sex and you're not really, it's not talked about as you're growing up. So I definitely like started discovering my body on my own as I was growing up and didn't really talk to anyone about it. And then, you know, had like my high school love and kind of went through that. And then after that ended and I moved to LA, I did feel disconnected from my body and my confidence. And that was it turned to like, like I would have one night stands, you know, which is kind of disres- not super respecting my own body or my own sensuality or anything. And it started to not feel good. And this was before I got into to wellness. And so that was kind of when I turned inward and started to get really started to respect my body. And that's kind of been the shift in changing the shift I've seen in my own sexual life really came from a more of a standpoint of like self-respect and really wanting to know myself and feel really comfortable with myself because I think that when you have that depth of comfort and security within yourself, your exchanges with other people, with your own expression, whether that be sexual or just creative, is so different, you know? Right. And so that's been my journey deeply is, right. is more so like, how can I know myself? Where can I take my own limits? I haven't. And so but I also like kind of stopped just playing around with other people unless it's like a really deep 
intimate, real thing. Right. Because I've really, I'm really big on energy and that mm-hmm. just started to not feel good to like share energy in that way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think the human body is fascinating, right? And right. I definitely, I definitely go there with myself. That's something that's really important to me. I think it's important for everybody and I'm really comfortable with my body. Do you have like a daily ritual that you think helps you become more like in touch with or is it everything together? The eating? No, I would say, I mean, eating is huge because for me, feeling in my body and feeling confident, like if I don't feel in my body, I do not feel connected. Right. I do not feel like I'm able to create. And I think a lot of women can relate to that. Like if you don't feel that good in your body, you're not really in your fullest expression. Oh, 100%. Especially, you know, in this category in an intimate category so my thing is like I really I put food first because I really want to feel good but my one of my biggest things that I use to really get in touch with myself on a daily basis is breath work so I do breath work every morning have you done breath work uh, I've done it before a little okay. bit. I, I, I went through a pretty intense yoga phase for a while so I was doing it pretty heavily I moved in my favorite teacher is on the east side and I haven't like found a teacher that I love. I mean, it's you can go places with breath work. Yeah, you really I can. I mean, I've done like some tantric kind of stuff. Exactly. Like, you know, I mean, it's of... all they're all kind of in the same family. Right. And I say that also because it's uncomfortable. Right. Where I think even like orgasming for some women is uncomfortable or some people don't step forth into that. I've had conversations with people even recently where I'm like, do you? And they're like, no, I don't. And yeah. I was like, what do you mean you don't? You know? Right. But I think it's because there's a level of discomfort with seeing on what's on the other side of that. And right. with breath work, you really do push yourself into practices that kind of bring you into an altered state, mm-hmm. a different state, which I think is the state we're supposed to, like, that's the purest state in my mind. Oh, it's I mean, more real than this. I feel like when I was, <laughs> like, before I got into the adult industry and stuff, I would use breath work in a way. It wasn't like, you know, mm-hmm. so I went to, I didn't do anything like specific. Like, you know, this is, I'm just like some college girl in the South. I'd never gone to like a real yoga class. I'd never like had anyone teach me any kind of breath work. But I would basically try to get myself to a point of almost orgasming just from using my breath and like clearing my mind. I mean, and you can do that. You really can. Yeah. And because um, to me, it's like if you're going to be on camera, but I don't want to just fake it, right? So how can I get there? But not everything isn't always like perfect the way you want it, right? Mm -hmm. Especially on camera, right? Because we're not talking about these deep, intimate relationships. So, you know, I would just kind of practice breathing and how you would breathe kind of like when you're getting close to an orgasm. And I can pretty much like almost orgasm just from like laying and clearing my mind and just breathing and not even touching myself I can almost like get there so you can I kind of like in it so I've know. gotten there before without touching myself yeah yeah, yeah. Not like I mean, and not- I think when you start when you're you know innocent like when you are about to orgasm you can use your breath to take it way farther right so well, I want to go back to what you said about sharing your energy with other people because a friend of mine wrote an article recently about how you know she used to you know, sleep around a lot and everything her whole life. And then now she's, I don't know, I think in her 40s or something. And she kind of said that, like, she was, like, sad about, like, a lot of that stuff. And she realized that she was coping, you know, with, like, kind of her own not feeling good about herself and trying to get that validation from people or whatever. But I want to dive into that because you seem to have, like, a similar type of, you know, oh, I was oversharing my energy. 
I'm very different in the way of like, I love having sex with like people and I like new partners and I like the excitement of it. And I actually feel like I get more energy back. To me, it always feels like an exchange, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, like, of course, you're going to have some people that are just like absolutely shitty, right? Is that like a difference between like you and I? I'm just interested because I've seen people kind of say like, oh, I'm sharing too much of my energy with people. I'm, they're taking from me. To me, I feel like when I'm having sex with people, I'm taking from them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in the power seat yeah. then. Maybe I'm just not empowered. <laughs> I'm just always curious about it. But I'm like, maybe I'm like, will I get to a point in my life where like in college, I was like into these one night stands and stuff, you know, I wasn't into them. But I was, now I like, I do like to have like a, a friendship with people, mutual respect. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of where I've grown from it. It doesn't necessarily need to be super deep for it to be rewarding for me. Mm-hmm. But I always just wonder, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm going to wake up one day and be like, I'm regret done. all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So. I mean, I think it depends on the person. I'm a very sensitive person very energetically sensitive and maybe it just has been not the right time right place and maybe it's been my my experience and right. like the right people that are the wrong people that kind of gave that impression but I will say I'm like a really I'm very passionate I'm all or nothing right so I'm not really casual I'm not like what are we who are you I I want I I'm all in and I like to know what I'm investing my energy into but I think from an energetic standpoint it just started to feel yucky Right. Um, and it wasn't I wasn't frequent like I was re- I've always been this way. Very. Are you in? Are you out? Who are you? And I was madly in love in high school. And that, you know, it was like years after that, that just still took me on a trip. You know, that right. first like how love. long were you together with two years, three years, but like chasing since fourth grade. Oh, yeah. So well, it was just I mean, also you're young. So yeah, it's, yeah, it yeah. feels like forever. Oh, yeah. And it was since fourth grade and it was a whole thing. And then when I moved to L.A., I didn't know anyone. So my encounters started to be just like these one night stands. Oh, L.A. dating scenes. But like once every six months to a year, because then I would get scarred. Yeah. Scarred. And I mean, I've I've made mistakes, too, like divvied in the wrong pool of people because you're in L.A. and you're like, well, they're cool and they're this person. So and that's really where it started to come from. It's like I don't feel good after I do this at all. And then when I started to really respect my body. I wasn't always into wellness until about like three, four years ago when I started to really put work into my body and like really respect my body and my life as a whole. Those things just did not interest me. But so many things shift. I think when you start awakening to your own power, your own worth, right? When you put so much work into your life and into your physical state, you start to feel a lot more self-worth than you do when you don't. And it starts to trigger, I'm worthy of of more, like for me. Right. And so that's really where it came from. But I'm also an extremely sensitive human being. So right. stuff like that affects me. Right. Very much so. Everyone's like totally different. I mean, I have many friends that are kind of like that, you know, that I've always been kind of a a little bit of a free spirit and like, you know, so. What's your sign in astrology? You know? So actually I do. I know everything because okay. I live in LA. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend made me download like, that oh, code. I can, do, I can figure it out for you right now. Don't worry. Are you an Aquarius? I'm a Taurus and, and I'm a Virgo moon and a Libra rising and everyone. Okay, it's the Libra rising. It's Libra rising. <laughs> and I, I'm on the cusp. So I was like supposed to be an Aries. So it was funny because growing up in the South, I would always tell people I'm an Aries, like, you know, and, I'm an Aries. Uh, even though I wasn't because that's, I just identified with it more. And that was before I knew all this other stuff. But my one friend, she, her mom's like really into it. Like she's like a professional, like, you know, does all the 
people's charts and stuff. So she's like pretty up on it. And she goes, your chart stumps me more than anybody's. Like she's like, if you read about like all my stuff, it makes me seem like the most responsible, like even keeled person. And I'm just absolutely <laughs> not like that. There's a fluke in the system. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like something was off here, you know, so like I was like, I just don't relate to this. But then sometimes I like with the Virgo moon type stuff, I realize like I do kind of have this like it's once you get to like know me a lot more, it's like kind of my very internal life. Mm-hmm. I think the way that, you know, I present myself and like the way I interact with other people is like a lot more like over the top. But I definitely can be that kind of, you know, I like to spend time alone. I like to sit and write. It's the Libra rising yeah, though, that I think you're showing yourself with. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. What's yours? I'm an Aries. You're an Aries. And oh, then, see, that's, that's yeah, Capricorn like rising. And that's, I think, where like the seriousness comes mm-hmm. from. And that's something that I learned about Capricorn is you reverse age. I was a serious kid and like serious young adult. And definitely now I'm starting to undo all of that. And I'm right. like, wait, I can have more fun. I can be more loose. It doesn't have to be so serious. Right. But then I'm a Gemini moon, which if I could change one thing about myself, I'd get rid of that thing. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> Drives me crazy. Because yeah. <laughs> your moon is like your emotions and Gemini is all over the place. You know, it's Kanye West. It's like here, it's there. It's My I feel Venus this. is I feel, Gemini. Yeah, it's like constantly. I just, I have no peace. Yeah, right. And then I have a lot of Aries in my chart. So it's a lot of masculine fire. That's something that is my biggest work now is more like softening right. into my feminine. And yeah. So when you look for like a partner, like, you know, this person. As man as possible. You like very yeah. masculine. Like I'm like Joe Rogan all the way. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. I Google once a month. Is Joe Rogan still, <laughs> is Joe Rogan still married? <laughs> I have no like, shame please. in saying that. <laughs> How are we doing now? <laughs> I love that. Well, like I'm a very masculine energy type person mm-hmm. too. And I feel like. I actually read this book a while back. I was always going for very masculine men, always like, you know, the most fitnessy guys, like, you know, just very mm-hmm. like dominating personalities because I wanted someone who was more masculine than me. But I read this book kind of about how women who are more dominant masculine personalities will tend to have harder times dating because they do tend to like go for these types of men. It's called The Satanic Witch's Handbook and it was written by Anton LaVey who wrote The Satanic Bible and it's basically a book written by a man on how women can manipulate men. So, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. But it's interesting. It was, I really enjoyed his take on things. But he was talking about how like sometimes we have this internal, whatever our external we present ourselves, we have this like internal is like the exact like inverse opposite of it. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times those most masculine men, their internal is this very feminine, like wants kind of like a mommy. And I realized like all these guys I was dating, you know, they seemed all hyper masculine, but then in the relationship, they were kind of like, yeah, you know, that makes sense. So I I started kind of being more open minded to like guys that were more in touch with their like feminine energy. And a lot of those people I found they don't necessarily present as masculine, but they would have that kind of like internal, Mm -hmm. they're like daddy, you know, like they Mm -hmm. take care of shit, you know? So I don't know, like, I don't know if you had like any experience with that or if you're just like, no, I always want the masculine type. No, but I do agree with what you're saying. And I've, I've been thinking more. You need someone who's also in touch with their emotions because then there's the masculine that is wounded almost right. like you were just saying. So I do see that, but I still need a man. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of softness in this world so now. So you're very straight. Oh yeah. <laughs> very much so. Okay. Yeah. No, like, because I'm also very, 
like I have a lot of power and I'm in my masculine. I can do things myself. That's the biggest thing is I've really, like I said, I've had my own journey and I've really taken care of myself. I've been through a lot of shit and I've pulled myself out of it. I've created from it, but I've also had really hard times and been really alone. And I think that just created such a strength within me, which I love, but it also, I want someone who will lock the door. You know right. what I mean? Like I, I'm always I'm so on my shit constantly that it softens me to be around someone who's over, more powerful than me because right. I'm super powerful. So I'm the kind of person like if you say you're going to do something by five and it's four thirty or and I see you're doing it and it kind of sucks. I'm like, I'll just do it. Right. You know, I, I can't be bothered. Right. So. I want someone who brings something to the table that I don't have. Right. There has to be masculine and in touch with them, with their emotions. Right. A hundred percent. It doesn't make you soft. I think that makes you more masculine. Very much so. Because I think, you know, men are taught that they're not allowed to have these kinds of like feelings and to be able to trump that kind of like societal stigma or whatever of like I've never like seen my dad yell really well one time I think when I was like 15 and I was a nightmare he's a very even keel guy you know Mm -hmm. not just super emotional but he would always cry in like movies with like when the dog would die or something (laughs) you know randomly yeah like he would like the like heartwarming like family type movies like Mm -hmm. and I would be so embarrassed as a kid because I'm like oh my god dad like we're in the movie theater my dad's just like so beautiful now looking back on it I'm like oh that is like actually so cool because he wasn't this like crazy emotional person he never really like it's just very even keel all the time but it was nice that he kind of like was able to kind of I don't know have that like crack open crack open yeah. a little bit there's and something in there sweet. yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if you're like interested in someone like how much do you like factor it in like astrology into your like do you like oh, look at your chart I mean before I'm like hey do you know your birth time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, but it that. sucks because sometimes I'll be kind of interested in someone and I'll get their birth information and then I don't want to go right right <laughs> <laughs> so I'm it like, really, that's not the vibe for me. So I'm trying to not ask, right. but it sucks with Google too. Cause I'm like, let me just find out what sign you are at least. And yeah, right. but if I get their birth date, it's game over. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause I mean, I guess with astrology too, I mean, like people can be more well-developed or you can have like the worst things of a sign, but that doesn't mean that every person. No, who has I that. think that when you just when there's some red flags and then you get a hold of that birth time, it just right. you're done. You're yeah. like if you already see kind of like the yeah. the hints of it, yeah. and then you're like, oh, okay, now this like lines yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we see. Do you go off of astrology at all, um, or not really? No, no. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like a very cynical like realism. I mean, I love to like talk about it. I think it's such a great way to be introspective about yourself. And of course, like I love to like compare like charts with people and be like, okay, like what's our compatibility? And then I think there's so much value there. I wouldn't say that I'm someone who necessarily like believes in it to the point that it would ever influence anything. For sure. I don't know. I will say since my friend made me do my whole chart and everything, some friends have like added me on it. It's been kind of interesting to see because it's a lot of my friends that are on the app. It's funny because I know they're just like me and like we just all have it because someone You're made just us. all looking at some this girl, app. That, yeah. Some girl made us download it at an after party. Like, yeah. The only reason we have it. But then I'll like be curious and like look at our compatibility. One of my friends, it was just so funny because I was reading through it and I was like, oh my God, this really like describes exactly our relationship. So I don't know. I've, I've always been someone who's been like super cynical about that stuff. I have been, I've been getting more open-minded about it. So. Do you know your human design? 
No, what's that? That's, I don't even know what that's that is. Next. Yes, that's next. I think that some people relate more to their human design. I've noticed some people like yourself who are like, mm-hmm. I'm not that into it. They find their human design and then they're really into it. I don't even know how to explain human design, but I it's another kind of tool. But instead of being a sign, you're an energy type. So you're like a generator or a manifesting generator or a projector that can say a lot about your work ethic. You know, like a generator can show up every single day and do the same thing and like right. really get it done. If you're a manifester, you're better at like putting stuff out there. But there's so many different parts of it. But sometimes people okay, wait, relate wait, wait, more wait, to wait, that. Let me write this down. I mean, I what is it called? It's called human design. Human design. I got more into, hu- I got into human design deeply before astrology. I know humans are so, we love this kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. I remember like all those like personality quizzes, like what color are you? <laughs> like, I loved those as a kid. And well, they're like, fun. Yeah, they're fun. And I, I just think it's such a great way to be introspective and like to talk with your friends and be like, you know, if it says like you're a person who in fights, you can revert to this kind of thing or whatever. You know, it it, it helps you navigate. Like right. with human you, design. Oh, do do that. Yeah, with human design, I learned about myself. Well, I read that if you have to do one thing in your day that you don't want to do, even if it takes five minutes, it'll deplete you your whole day. And right. I had that. So when I learned that about myself, it helped me start to say no to those little things. So it's just when you learn those things about yourself, it helps you in life. I'm very similar in that way. I feel like I I hate to do things I don't want to do. If I have one thing, even if it'll take me 10 minutes and I know it's coming all day, it will just riddle me all day long. Sometimes I have days that I just, there's that one thing that I know is like so tiny. Like I, I had the other day to transfer all my prescriptions. I just moved, right? From, like, my old drugstore to, like, so you got to call. I hate calling, as you know. Yeah. I hate being on the phone. So, you know, if I can't do it through, like, text or something like that, I'll put it off. And it was, like, one of those. But I was, like, I need my my five hands so I can do all of these other things. So it was, like, my one goal for the day. It was my one task. So I was, like, if I do nothing else, it's, like, call my doctor, like, call this because it's just something I didn't want to do. Something is annoying. I've been putting off for two weeks. Now I'm running out of my medication. And I was like, if I can just accomplish this one thing, I will let myself have the rest of the day to kind of just like do like self-care stuff. Like I do like skincare and like, you know, just like took a day kind of like to chill. That's how I reward myself in the sense because you always feel so good after you do it. Right, exactly. And just knowing that instead of trying to put it on a day where it's like, oh, I have all these other things that I like need to do that I don't actually mind doing. Like I'd rather have just like a super busy day, but it's things that I like like doing. And then that I'll be like, just today, I'm like, just call this. Like, just, and it's always a call. That's Mm -hmm. always the things that are like, (laughs) today, if I do this, I am okay with that because I need to not try to shove it all in one day because then that's going to ruin all the other tasks that I have to do that I actually don't mind doing. And it like, it gets in my head all day. It distracts me. And we all need like self-care days anyway. So I'm like, just take care of the one 10 minute task and then you don't have to do anything for the rest of the day. Get your reward. That's actually very smart. (laughs) When a lot of times I think you end up after you do it, you feel good and you're so relieved. And then you're almost like motivated to do those things. To do the rest of the things. Yeah. Kind of going back to what you were talking about with like, you know, caring for yourself and Mm -hmm. how that being so important before Mm -hmm. you like have relationships with other people. Wu posted this thing the other day that I saw. It said, uh, you can't have good sex unless these needs are met. Clean home environment, nourishing food and adequate sleep. Now, okay, I'm someone who has had truly phenomenal sex while on a complete bender that had exactly zero of those things (laughs) where I'm like, oh, my God, when's the last time I had a glass of water? (laughs) So, like, I don't know if I, like, 100% agree with it, but I was just curious on your take on that. Obviously, you've said that, you know, these things are important, 
before you're going to bring someone in to have that intimacy, what's your kind of like checklist of things that you want to do? Because I know someone had asked like how to not be self-conscious of their body and get out of their own head during sex. Obviously, you're someone who's like very on top of that. So if you're seeing someone new and you're going to like have them over and it may turn physically intimate, what's your like checklist for like what you'd want to go through for your personal self that when you feel like when you meet that person, you'd be your best self and not be in your head and not be self-conscious of your body? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that just goes back to my lifestyle as a whole. And what you asked me about body forward in the beginning, it's like it's tools for how to embody and live in that lifestyle from what you eat to how your home is, to your thoughts, to your emotions, all of that. And the beauty in putting in the work every single day and having habits and routines and rituals and just modalities that bring you into the person that you want to be, then it doesn't have to be for that one event as if you're always ready. And that's how I live my life. It's like, I don't want to live for what if I meet someone and then what am I going to do? I don't, I don't go on diets for one thing. It's like, I live a lifestyle. And that's really my message to young women too, is live a lifestyle. This is a whole way of being so that no matter what, when you're walking down the street and you meet someone, you do feel confident. And I think it's such a waste of a life for people who are waiting, you know, Mm -hmm. waiting for something to create their body or waiting for something to make sure they feel better. Why not live a lifestyle where you always feel that? And I feel so grateful for the work that I've put in and that I do put in every day because I am the woman that I want to be. And so whenever I meet anyone, I get to show up as the expression and the highest expression that I can be at this point in my life. And that's why I do what I do every day. And I think, you know, again, it's just it's not about dieting for one thing. It's not about cleaning the house for this day. It's not about I'm going to start doing breath work. So I'm like ready to have a deep orgasm. It's like this is who I'm going to be and the life that I'm going to live. And that also puts you on a higher vibration, right? right? Which makes your level of who you're able to match with on an attraction level so much higher. Like I look back at people I've been with, even my first boyfriend, I'm like, you know, we have nothing, you know, and how far I've taken myself and my body and my thoughts and my emotions and everything in my life, what I'm able to attract just gets higher and higher and higher frequency and higher vibes. So, you know, for anyone even listening who wants to know how to be ready to feel confident, I think you just got to live a lifestyle that makes you feel confident because when you can do that, you can create so much. And sex is creative creativity. You know, sex and money, I believe, are the same energy. And they kind of come from the same place and the same expression and the creative expression. And when you have a lifestyle and you live in a body that doesn't feel dense and it doesn't feel heavy and you feel like you can fly, I think that just attracts you to to everything that you want. And I just am so big on being the person you want to be and not waiting for something else to make you try to be be that that person. person. Right. 100%. Well, I could only strive for your discipline. So, (laughs) like, if I wash my face. Every podcast episode I'm on, they always title it Kenzie Burke on discipline and (laughs) da 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 da. I'm like, I don't show up for saying I'm disciplined, but it just happens. No, but I mean, you are. And I mean, it's. It's very admirable. You know, I'm I find balance in my own way. You know, we're all unique, you know, and there's a lot of things from you and your lifestyle that 
are inspiring to me. Like, wow, I want to be more just free right. in that sense. Or I wish I would have had a period in my life where I was more free. And maybe it's coming. Right. You know? Yeah, so, like you said, you're kind of going in that like opposite direction. For so, sure. You know, and that's what I feel. And I, I've had to really get to this own place in my body and in my life where I found security in myself. Right. And I'm so proud of that. Instead of, there was moments when it got so hard where I was like, just someone give me the quick fix. Get me the man with the money. Give me the baby. Like, I'll do anything to just get relief. And I became my own whole. And now I feel like as being my own whole, I can play. And right. that's something I'm so excited about. And my next chapter in my life is really showing that. And it's really exciting. Well, I'm really excited for you. <laughs> I want to see like what else you do after this. Well, tell everyone where they can find you and learn more about your lifestyle and how they can follow you and find more about it. Yeah. So at Kenzie Burke is my Instagram. And then bodyforward.com is all the wellness stuff. And people always ask where to start. And I say my seven day cleanse. Yeah. The recipes looked really good. I mean, they I'm like, make you light and tight yeah. and <laughs> clear. And, yeah. yeah. No, uh, the coconut yogurt yeah. thing. No, I've tapped. That's my master. Like I've tapped this method of eating. It's not anywhere. I made it myself. And it is it's insane. Like you will transcend, your body will be stunning and it gives you so much energy. So oh, I might have to try it out. Call me. See if, <laughs> see if I can, uh, you know, break away from my insanity for a little while. But Call me up. Oh, thank you so much for coming on thank here today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and even learned a few things. You can catch a new episode of X version every Friday. In the meantime, follow us for more at Woo More Play. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. We're choosing random reviewers to send free Woo More Play gifts to all the time. Until next time. Thank you.